This is the Indesa Members Memo, a podcast of the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Indesa is 100% member-owned and is your industry voice. This episode of the Indesa Members Memo is sponsored by Orisure Technologies. Orisure offers testing products for drugs of abuse and alcohol. The Intercept Oral Fluid Drug Test is the first and only FDA-cleared oral fluid laboratory-based drug test for the nine most requested drugs of abuse. Intercept is simple to use with an easy collection procedure and a collection time of only five minutes. While being the number one recognized brand in laboratory-based oral fluid testing since 2000, the specimen is collected on-site but is then sent to a lab for testing. Companies get the convenience and immediacy of oral fluid testing, but also solid and defensible lab results. You don't sacrifice the accuracy of reliability of your current testing program. You simply eliminate the need to collect urine. Indesa is proud to have Orisher as our first official sponsor of the Indesa Members Memo podcast. Thank you, Orisher. Check out their website at www.orisher.com. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indesa Members Memo. I am Joe McGuire, the Executive Director for the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association, and I'm so glad that you're all joining us and listening to us. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. It really makes a difference if you subscribe to the podcast you're listening to, um, because that lets the uh, podcasting platform know that we actually are a serious entity with people who want this these recordings and so they'll make sure and bump it up in the visibility and whatnot. So anyway, just a little word about that. But um, today I am excited to introduce to you all uh, in a very brief interview, our new part-time administrative assistant in the Indesa administrative offices, Sarah Davis. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Um, You came out guns blazing because your first um, full week in the office as uh, I, part-time, but still your first week of part-time hours was at the conference. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and so <clears throat> we baptized you with fire mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you worked registration. You met a lot of our members and had a, um, they, from what I hear, had a great experience meeting you. So that was good. Got a lot of great feedback to that effect on town hall today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. But uh, first of all, let's just um, let everybody know because in the days ahead, I think um, uh, we're, we're trying you out for 90 days on a temporary basis. Um, But I do want to let people know that they may call the office or send an email and get a response from you. So Mm -hmm. I'd like them to know who you are and what you know about our industry. So why don't you share a little bit of your background and history so that we can just kind of get to know you a little bit. Yes. So I have worked in and around the drug testing world for around five years. Mm -hmm. Um, The last two years, I was not actively working in a drug testing role, um, but I love the field. So I've (laughs) been like staying up on it. Um, of course, always really interested in it. I've written some articles for Indesa in the, no, um, for accredited drug testing, Mm -hmm. um, who's chairman of Indesa, Jim Greer is, you know, the head of that company. Yeah. So I've written a bit for him, um, for the, the blogs for accredited drug testing. So I've still been 
like kind of on the scene and watching mm-hmm. and listening because it's also fascinating to me. And if you'll ask anybody at my previous job, which had nothing to do with drugs and alcohol, I would talk about it constantly still. <laughs> like any chance I got to talk about mm-hmm. drug testing, I would be like, well, did you know this? And this stays in your system for 30 days, whatever. I just love it. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have you know, personal life experience with a lot of um, people close to me who have been affected by drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of makes me really passionate about it. Yeah, We live in an area that is, um, because we live in the same city and state, heavily mm-hmm. impacted by legal marijuana, um, marijuana stuff that's getting very out of control, mm-hmm. um, as well as we, we have a lot of issues with the opioid epidemic and our homeless population. Um, so we see that every day where yeah. we live and it's it's just something that's always on my mind all the time. Yeah, it is. And <clears throat> I've been struck in conversations with you over the last few weeks how you really are someone that even educates your own age demographic. Um, do you mind me saying how old you are? No, go ahead. Okay, you're 25. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be 26 later this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so your age demographic of people, you've had opportunities to educate them about the impact of drugs and drug use and mm-hmm. how drug testing works and doesn't work and choices that they should make because mm-hmm. this has impacted your life so significantly um, with family members and friends at such a young age that it has been your position you just don't tolerate that. Mm -hmm. And people in your life know that. But yet at the same time, often your peers will be pretty open with you about what they do and Mm -hmm. do not do. And I appreciate that you always take the opportunity to educate. Would you share the situation that happened a few weeks ago with a high school friend relaying to you about he and his sister's Mm -hmm. experience with marijuana edibles. Yes. So um, my very good friend from high school, we've known each other for 10 years. Uh, he and his little sister are heavy marijuana smokers. Um, they vape, they smoke, whatever. Um, they do a lot of the dabs, which are terrifying um, if you've ever looked into it. Mm-hmm. But um, a few weeks ago, my husband and I went on a hike with this friend and he's you know, he's really open and honest with us about his use. He doesn't think it's a big deal. Um, my husband also worked in drug testing with me for a while, so we're both very educated about it. But just simply because of our age and the people that we're around, a lot of people that we know and are friends with are smokers, and yeah. they're perfectly comfortable telling us that they are. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it's good to have the info. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And they know your stance yeah. that they still share. Yeah. And I mean, I like it's been as far as like people that I know from high school messaging me on platforms like Snapchat and saying, I have a drug test. How do I pass it? And like, well, stop doing drugs. Yes, exactly. Right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll pass. Yeah. Um, but so we went for a hike with this friend. And he just right out the gate, he said, guys, you'll never believe what happened. Um, I split an edible with my sister. It was a gummy too, just one gummy. Mm -hmm. He said, I split an edible with my sister. And just about 20 minutes after she took it, she started having seizures and convulsions. And we took her to the hospital and she straight up overdosed. Wow. And they split a gummy bear. One gummy. One gummy. And... And she, like, like I said, is a heavy smoker. They are, mm-hmm. because of the, you know, vape that can be in your pocket yeah. all the time, they are 
kind of constantly taking in so the what THC we call all that, day. What we call that in the state of Colorado, they're not marijuana naive. They mm-hmm. are um, should be marijuana, not not resistant, but they have re- built up a resistance. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a tolerance. Yeah, tolerance. Yeah. So they're marijuana tolerant, mm-hmm. experienced. And yet sharing this gummy caused an overdose mm-hmm. reaction of seizures and hospitalization. Mm-hmm. She was hospitalized which, for three days, I believe. For three days. So mm-hmm. uh, for the people who say you can't overdose on marijuana, when you're hospitalized for three days because you've had too much of a drug mm-hmm. to the point of causing a seizure, if it were any other drug that you could use, that's considered an overdose. Mm-hmm. People get confused because they think overdose equals death. But that is not the case. Yeah. Um, any adverse reaction that hospitalizes you. Yeah. You can overdose um, on ibuprofen, but exactly. But the fact of the matter is, I, I can't see somebody getting a gummy from a dispensary, reading the back of it and saying, Oh, half of a gummy bear is, is a, a serving. serving. Or no person in their right mind is going to cut up a gummy bear into four pieces and eat just one little piece of one little bear. People are going to assume, even if the information on the package is accurate, it's a gummy bear, you eat a gummy bear. It's just, the whole thing is ridiculous. And I told him, I was like, do you still have the package for that edible? And he was like, no, of course not. I was so disappointed. I was like, I want to bring it (laughs) to people. I want people to see it. Yeah. But yeah, so we have those experiences in the state of Colorado all the time and trying to educate others about the reality of that is Mm -hmm. it's not just a little bit of pot. Mm -hmm. But I certainly appreciate that you um, see that at a young age, you understand it. Of course, again, we'll talk, we'll do another episode with you where we talk about um, what has touched you personally Mm -hmm. in your life for our Indesa listeners. Um, but up front, I do want them to get to know you as our staff members. So you were in drug testing. Mm-hmm. You've also been touched by this personally. You have strong feelings about it. Um, but you love this industry as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. It's, and it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. And um, so you, you've had some amazing experiences in drug testing. Mm-hmm. And so for, I want, I'm going to ask you two questions. The first question is, what is one of the most gratifying experiences you mm-hmm. ever had in the field of drug testing when you were on the ground as a collector that really just kind of made you go, I I love this job. It makes a difference. It helps people. And this is what I love. Um, I have two. Okay. So the first, um, it, it goes by really fast, um, this, this story, and then the other one's a little bit longer. Um, I worked at a place that drug tested youths who are on the diversion program in Mm -hmm. Denver, Colorado. So Mm -hmm. um, teenagers who have gotten into legal trouble and are sort of being given a second chance. Mm -hmm. So if you complete the diversion program, I believe they dissolve your criminal record. Mm -hmm. That's usually Um, the agreement. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of these kids were coming in for weekly UAs. These are all people under the age of 18 children, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Um, So we had this one boy And he was so funny and he was so sweet and like he was so nice to the staff. Uh, My husband loved him because we were testing together. You know, Mm -hmm. when you hire a married couple, you get a built-in male and a female most times. So that's pretty convenient. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So uh, my husband loved him. He was always super cooperative with the testing, but every single test came back positive for marijuana Mm. every single time. And you could tell it broke his mother's heart. Yeah. And she was always, you know, bringing him to the test. She was really kind to the staff. She was really nice. But, you know, 
when it came time for us to send the results, it was always, we have to email mom and tell her her kid's positive again. Yeah. So, you know, it was really sad. And then there was um, about three weeks in a row where we didn't see him. Mm-hmm. And he walked in the door and uh, my husband and I were sitting at the, the front desk and we were like, oh my God, hi, yeah. how are you? Where have you been? And he was like, well, they put me in a treatment program. So I'm here to take my first UA out of the treatment program. And we were like, oh, okay, awesome, cool. Mm-hmm. So um, well, we, we tested him and then we were using a really, really fast lab um, where we were getting results like 48 hours after we mailed mm-hmm. the specimen off. Mm-hmm. And we got his first like completely negative screen ever. Oh, wow. And I got to see it come through first. I got to send it to his mom. They came into the office the next day for something. I think it was an invoice or something they needed mm-hmm. to be paid. But I got to like share that moment with them mm-hmm. where he was finally like off of everything and clean and he was so proud of himself yeah. and she was so proud of him. And it was just really, really lovely. And then the second one, this is such a big deal to me. I love this story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was drug testing for um, a different company this time. And um, I had a person come in to do a pre-employment drug screen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about empty your pockets. I'm going to have you wash your hands, blah, 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 getting the chain of custody ready. And she, I was alone in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just me and her. And she said, can I ask you a question about how long uh, I think it was opiates mm-hmm. stay in your system. I told her because I used to know all the answers right mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Um, and I told her and she said, okay, well, I haven't used for about 25 days. I just got out of treatment. I'm in a work program. Like mm-hmm. this is the first job that they're sending me to. And when I empty my pockets, there's going to be a bottle of pee. Oh. And I said, okay, well, if you empty your pocket, it like wasn't a DOT test right, or anything. Right, right, right. So I said, well, you told me about it. Yeah. You didn't try to use it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this screen would come back clean. Yeah. If you just take the test. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So she took the fake specimen out of her pocket, left it on the desk, washed her hands, whatever, took the test and it came back clean. And she just started crying. And she was like, this is my first clean drug test in 10 years. See, and that happens so often. Um, people are prepared to cheat because they think they're going to fail mm-hmm. it. When if they would just try their chances and um, have a great outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love both of those stories. They make such a difference. Those were moments in a life, mm-hmm. right? And I just love it. And, and, so, and for her, it meant getting a job yeah. to get out of a situation yeah. that she was in. And it was so cool. And I like I ripped the label off of her instant cup mm-hmm. and I was like, look at you. Look yeah. at this. This is so cool. And she was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was it was a very cool experience. I love that. That's that's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Now um last week at, at the conference um you were I introduced you around at the welcoming reception to everybody and um you had some very poignant things that you said to me of the impressions that you got from our industry afterward. Do you remember the comments? Mm-hmm. Can you share with us what was your impression about the opening reception at the Indesa conference with our members and conference attendees? I just thought that it was so cool because these people, by all being in the same industry, mm-hmm. should see each other as competitors, but they don't. They see each other as a network that is all working towards the same goal. Mm -hmm. It's all about safety. It's all about families. It's all about communities. And it doesn't 
it doesn't really matter, you know, who's got what client base and who's doing what amount of testing or whatever. Everybody comes together to learn the same stuff, get on the same page and like be doing the exact same thing because what matters is the safety. Yeah. And I just thought that that was so cool to watch because, you know, my first ever drug testing job, there were comments made by the person that owned that company, you know, you know, if we, if we open an office here, then we'll be able to get clients away from here. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard that out of anybody else in the industry because Mm -hmm. nobody else sees it that way. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's a really supportive community Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not about, you know, getting this many clients or getting clients away from whatever. It's about, improving your communities and workplaces and Mm -hmm. making it an actual safer place for everybody. I'll admit the only time I ever really heard that is when I knew that the drug testing company was doing a very poor job or they weren't trained or they were Mm -hmm. like not concerned about people cheating the test or whatnot. And I Mm -hmm. did know of one that was in our community at one point early on where they just straight up, it was a it, it wasn't a just a drug test company. They did a bunch of other things and they threw drug test, drug testing in the mix. Just to make some extra money. Yeah, and they weren't doing it correctly. The, yeah, but it wasn't like a colleague, you know, mm-hmm. um, which you're right. Everybody is trying so hard well, to and help that, each other. And that company that I worked for no longer exists. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it kind of goes to show what it's like when somebody's not yeah. <laughs> not really in it focused for, on the actual yeah. drug testing and the actual like safety of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, I, I definitely appreciated your comments and I know that people were, um, very excited to know that I was having a helper. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad about that. Um, but also thank you to what you've brought to the table just in the last couple of weeks. It's been phenomenal. Thank you. And I think it will show in what um, we're able to do with increased productivity, which is hard to imagine because <clears throat> we put out so much stuff, yeah. but we'll be able to um, dive deeper um, and and dig deeper into some of the programs that we've established, um, I think be more, um, I don't want to say timely in our responses. We're really good on our timely responses, Mm -hmm. but I think taking the time, um, with people, um, in a manner that I like to. And so I'm really excited about that as well. So, um, anything else that you would like to add or would like for us to know about you? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. Mostly just that I'm very excited to be here. Well, we are very excited to have you. And like I said, we'll do another episode where you share a little more with us about your experience mm-hmm. um, with uh, substance abuse that has touched your life and why it's created a, the passion for you that it has. Um, but also, I want everybody to know that Sarah and her husband are expecting their first baby. That's true. Um, that's due in November. Mm-hmm. So we will be... Um, periodically having to give uh, Indesa baby updates. So, That's true. <laughs> so uh, we're looking forward to growing uh, the family literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for this time and for coming on board. And um, we hope that we'll get to see more of you in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, for those of our listeners, uh, if you get an email, if you email 
uh, Indesa or me personally, and you get a response back from Sarah Davis. Um, she is part of the team and she is Sarah Davis at Indesa.com. Correct. And that's S-A-R-A-H-D-A-V-I-S at Indesa.com. So again, thank you for joining us and listening. And next week, we're going to have an interview with Bill Judge and Nick Hartman from um, Drug Screening Compliance Institute, which we're very excited about to talk about some of the changing state laws. So we will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Indesa Members Memo. Subscribe to hear all of our podcasts and join Indesa to access all of our professional industry resources. Visit us at ndasa.com.